How's it South Africa? And thanks for listening to Farmers Inside Track, the country's most downloaded farmers podcast. Welcome to episode 265. I'm your host, Dornumdu. Now, for many new and developing farmers, improving their farming knowledge base, technical skills, and business management strategies is vital for growth and fast-tracking to commercialization. Over the past few months, Food from Zanzi's commercial journalist Octavius Pandil spoke to a number of experts from CropLife South Africa to better understand the importance of responsible pest control in terms of integrated pest management. This week, we welcome back Chantal Arenser, plant biotechnology lead at CropLife SA, to wrap up this campaign for us. Over to you, Octavia. Thank you, Dawn. Chantal, thank you so much for joining us on Farmers Inside Track. We have journeyed for a few months with CropLife. Can you reflect on some of the outcomes, highs and lows of the training activity? Thank you, Octavia. I think over the past few months, we have navigated quite a few topics centered around plant biotechnology, including understanding what this technology is and how it works, and also just getting more feedback on how the farmers have experienced it through our maize demonstration trials. I think upon reflection, I would say that in our farmer training activity and information day held in February this year was very successful. Not only did we manage to attract the 53 farmers to the event in Guiani, but we also extended this learning opportunity to our extension officers from the Limpopo Department of Agriculture, as well as some crop science students from the nearby Limpopo University who also stopped by to visit the trial sites. So these were just some of the highlights, but I think just judging from the questions and the engagement from the farmers and other attendees, you know, they were very receptive to the information that we delivered. And so no doubt there is definitely, I would say, a hunger amongst our farmers for information, just in terms of what technology options and basic pest management tools are available. And they clearly want to know more about, you know, how these tools can help them farm better more responsibly and safely. So I would say, you know, overall, the training outcomes were mostly positive. But of course, you know, we wish we could have delivered this knowledge and messages to a whole lot more farmers in the area. There was also some disappointment in that our second planned demonstration trial site in the Capricorn region, that didn't work out as planned due to unforeseen weather that caused serious crop damage. So unfortunately, the smallholder farmers in this region didn't have that opportunity to benefit from this learning experience and also get to see the BT maize crops in the field. Thank you so much for sharing that. And what are some of those shared lessons learned? I would say that just, you know, the scope of the information that we tried to share with our farmers, it was, you know, covered a range of topics, including BT maize demonstration trials, some of the pest biology, you know, such as fall armyworm, understanding what is good pest management. So these topics were very, I would say, very technical. And so it wasn't always easy, I think, to convey this information across. And so obviously, you know, there's always room for improvement in trying to see how we can simplify these messages even further for the farmers. And then, of course, also, you know, the language barrier and overcoming some of the translation challenges. But I think we did make provision for this by making some of the resource material available in the local language as well. But I think these are important points to just keep in mind going forward. Just again, the positive feedback from the farmers and also just taking guidance from the questions, I would say that there is a need for just, I would say, training on just the basics in terms of what is good agricultural practice. 
what is integrated pest management. So just the basics and the knowledge transfer on these two topics alone were quite, I think, an eye-opener in terms of that is what farmers are yearning for in terms of knowledge. And then, of course, not only amongst our farmers, but also extension officials. They could also benefit from learning more about these technical issues. You know, if they are capacitated, well, that just gives us better opportunity to get more messages through to the farmers from other sources, such as our extension services. So so these aspects just highlight some of those lessons learned that we will obviously take forward as, as we continue on this journey of smallholder farmer training. I love the fact that you were talking about being language inclusive. Crop Life has done a really great job in doing that. Even on the podcast discussions that we've had with farmers and trying to be able to accommodate languages, that's a very important thing in South Africa as well. And I look forward to see what Crop Life will be doing next regarding that type of inclusivity. Let's jump into a global perspective on smallholder adopters. Are they much different in terms of their farming objectives and need to access technological tools? Yeah, I would maybe just give a quick overview. You know, based on the latest global statistics, there's about 190 million hectares of biotech crops that are planted in about 29 countries. And the main crops here are mostly maize, soybean, cotton and canola. But I think important to note is that half of that 190 million hectares of biotech crops that are grown are actually cultivated in developing countries by approximately 70 million smallholder farmers. That's quite a big number if you think about it globally, and that these 17 million farmers are actually benefiting from improved productivity, food security, and also just, you know, overall improvement of their livelihoods from growing biotech crops. So I would say smallholder farmers in South Africa, they are no different. I think they have the same aspirations and ambitions as the global counterparts. They want to farm successfully and they also want their farming operations to be profitable. So fortunately in South Africa, we do have a functional regulatory system that facilitates the availability of insect-resistant and herbicide-tolerant crop, crop varieties. So I think that's just making it available, but I think in terms of accessibility, I think it's important then that, you know, like the work that we are doing, that we continue to raise the levels of awareness and basic information about these technology tools so that our farmers at least have an equal opportunity to take advantage of accessing biotech tools and so that they can also be farming sustainably and profitably and also be in a better position to manage, you know, the pests on farm. Speaking of what you guys are doing, can you maybe share with us what is next for Crop Life regarding the work that you are doing? Advocacy, communication, outreach. You know, this remains a core focus of Crop Life South Africa's portfolio. This is especially true when it comes to ensuring the proper stewardship and responsible use of crop protection tools, including plant biotech. We will therefore, you know, in line with our mandate, continue our efforts to ensure that we provide basic knowledge and training on the responsible use of agrochemicals and biotech crops, including to all end users, including smallholder farmers, so that they are better informed and equipped to understand what options are available and also to help them optimize their farming practices because no two farmers are the same. And so for each one to be able to identify what tools work for them and also to exercise proper stewardship over how these products are safely and responsibly used. And of course, you know, our organization, we're only a small team 
And so as much as we would like to go out there and train as many farmers as possible, we will also just going forward look at opportunities of where we can join hands with our industry members and other commodity organizations, farmer development organizations, and even extension services, you know, to try and see how we can expand our capacity and our reach so that more farmer training can take place and to reach also a greater number of our smallholder farmers. And finally, what is your message to the farmers who adjusted crop life to successfully grow some of their maize? What is that message that you would like to share with them? And I think that this is such an important component of who wants to join crop life on this journey as well. What is those heartfelt words that you'd like to share with them? For farmers, it's not easy out in the field. Whether you're farming commercially or whether you're an emerging farmer, it always seems that the odds are always stacked against you. You know, we're facing so many challenges in terms of emerging pests or just erratic weather or drought or just the costs and availability of inputs. It's a struggle and I think we need to acknowledge it's not easy. So to the farmers, I would say that, you know, at Crop Life South Africa, we are always ready to assist and to share our technical expertise and knowledge we required. And our training, I would say, is not just limited to a single event, a Farmers Day activity, that I want the farmers to see us at Crop Life as a valuable resource and that they can reach out to. We have a number of resources available on our website, which they can access. So they should feel free to pop us an email or visit our website. We are available to help where we can. Thanks, Octavia. And it was great having you back. Chantal Aronser, Plant Biotechnology Lead at CropLife SA. Thank you so much once again for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. And that's a wrap from me, Donumdu, Octavia Spandil, our technical producer, Megan van der Vent, and the rest of the hashtag Team Food from Zanzi. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.